and welcome to the Loose Forward Podcast. I'm Andy. I'm Callum. And I'm Bobby. And we're all about Rugby League. The M62 and beyond. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Or afternoon, whatever it is. Wherever it is in the world you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, different time, don't in like Batley or something, isn't there? Near yeah, where it's about Bright- 25 years, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, by that sound of that voice, as Eminem once said, guess who's back? It's the return of Callum. Yes, I'm back. Everybody Real calm. slim shady. Everybody calm down, I'm back. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, to be fair, me and Bobby have carried the pod heroically, some might say. Not me, I'm just saying some might say over the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, but you will have known that if you'd have, you know, obviously when you've listened in. Well, I only really listen to hear the sound of my own voice, so. Nobody does that. No. As you go, ooh. Ooh, I don't talk like ooh. that, do you? Ooh. <laughs> so. um, well, what else has been out? Well, are you, well, first of all, um, you're back now and you've moved house, haven't you? Everything sorted now? Yes, pretty much. Just never doing it again. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fair enough. That's good. And, and how's your week been, Bubbles? Better than Gareth Hawks. Yeah, that was one of my news bits that later on. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. But yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, we'll, 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 well, we we... can come on to that later. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for the ruining that bit of news. Yeah, but there you go. Uh, anything else happened this week? Uh, well, we didn't have a very good Cheltenham festival, but I think the, the less said about that, the better. Yeah, that was that was... Awful, wasn't it? Dreadful. So we'll move on from that. Dreadful. Yeah. Dreadful. What else has been dreadful this week? Well, you've you've moaned a lot about the uh, the games this week. Yeah. Um, I think on that note, we should probably get on to it, I think. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> There's so much to love about rugby league in this part of the world and more than just the pork rolls at Warrington and the pies at Wigan. There's tradition and history and great grounds and great fans. And then there's the weather. And if you don't like it, well, you just have to put up with it. Tough titties. Yes, Super League. And where are we starting? Well, we'll just <clears throat> dive right in at the end, at the beginning of the week, I think. Uh, and we saw probably what some people saw as a shock upset with Cass beating Leeds 14-8. Mm, prob- probably is a, a bit of a shock, but then the sort of pattern with with teams across all sports, when they lose a coach, they usually have a bit of a a, a lift and a, a bit of a fight back, don't they? So, although it's a shock, it doesn't surprise me, if that makes sense. It does me, because it's, it's still taking him a couple of, or at least a week to get this results, and I don't know, maybe he needed more time, to be fair, so... Well, it's not like his first week in charge, do you know what I mean? It's not like he's come in and they've all rallied around him. Uh, They lost, didn't they? Castleford? Is that the Wigan game? Yes. They lost to uh, Huddersfield. Oh, they They did, yes. Oh, yeah. They got hammered 36-6 off Huddersfield. Yeah. 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 Um, What a terrible game. I'll be honest, I didn't see it because I was training, so I didn't see it. Well, you didn't miss anything. It was just, there was about 50 knock-ons for each team. Mm. In fact, I'll, I'll go further than that and say, I think, in in my memory of Super League, this is the worst round of games I've ever seen. As a oh. as a whole. As a collective, yeah. As a collective, yeah. Collective noun of rubbish games. I don't know what that would be. What would a, 
What would a collective noun of Super League games be like, you know? <laughs> but whatever it is, it's it was shocking. And this set the whole tone for the for the weekend. Fair enough. It's, there was just knock on after knock on after knock on. Mm. And the handling errors and the and the uh stat completion, I don't know the sets completion, sorry, wouldn't have been a um a happy stat, I don't think. I mean, my other question, is there some sort of curse on Castleford's home right edge? <laughs> yeah. Ferraimo nearly scored against Saints a couple of weeks ago, but put his elbow in touch. Yeah. He drops the ball on that side, and then Olfert's dropped the ball to potentially get yeah. Leeds 14 all into the game. Both of them with the line at the mercy, where they literally only yeah. have to catch the ball and fall over. There's some sort of curse on that right edge. On that edge. right side, yeah. Honestly. Yeah, but... Um, but Absolutely, as well. I, I think a complete shock the way that Castleford have been playing because people have been tipping them it's going to be a fight to the death to go down with Wakefield and, and possibly hold the way they've been playing. Mm. So it is, and Leeds have done well last couple of weeks after they beat Saints and, and that got their season underway. Yeah. Um, so I do I do think it was a, a bit of a shock. Yeah, no, it was. Um, well, I didn't say that. I, I don't know. I don't know if it was. I don't think... I think I think I sort of with you about the standard in general across the the league this season, and it, it um, seems like anybody can beat anybody on the day because the and it's not like how we want it to be, like oh, because everybody's brilliant and the standards are die. It's just like well, people don't really seem to be turning up week in week out yet. No, apart you from want... maybe one team, two teams. We talk yeah. about like let's say the NRL for example, mm. and anybody can win it because. It does, you get two different seasons, one after the other, don't you, in terms of who's playing well and who's not. Yeah, Ours seems to be a little bit more, well, they're at the bottom and they're going to stay at the bottom, with the exception of the odd team that then have a have a couple of seasons at the top and then fade away. Castleford being one. Mm. Um, Salford are doing that at the, at the moment. Mm. Uh, whether Salford will stay there for years to come remains to be seen. I have my doubts. But, um, but you know, that's what might happen. Yeah. Um, but this seems to be a season. In one way, it's good because it's unpredictable. But in another way, it's unpredictable because it's not like you. It's not like one team has performed spectacularly well. It's it's the opposite where one team hasn't performed at all. Yeah, you want the standard to be good first and foremost, yeah. don't you? Yeah, you know. So it's all right saying, "Oh, it's good because we don't know who's gonna who's gonna win, who's gonna turn up." It's more who's going to turn up, who's not going to turn up, and it's like mm, I don't really want the. You know, you've just said there was about fifty knock-ons from each team. Oh. You don't want to watch that. I might have underestimated it, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, you don't want to watch that. No, who? Um, I was surprised though that the news came out during the game, didn't it, or just before the game that Cruz Lehman was was being allowed to leave. It was a very strange situation. That. Um, how much that affected Leeds on the night? Because he wasn't there to come off the bench or whatever he's, you know, mm. I don't know. He, he's lost his place to Jared O'Connor. Yeah, um, and I think Rowan Smith likes his sort of all-action game, doesn't he, O'Connor? It's a strange one, isn't it? Because Cruz Lehman, like we were talking about him. I remember when we had the the, the game against the uh, Combined Nations last year, mm. and we sort of said, well, the best hooker on the pitch wasn't. 
Yeah. Should have been playing for England. It was. It wasn't. He was playing for well, the Combined Nations. And it was Leeming. So, well, would all other eleven teams have him? I think so. I can't think of a team where they wouldn't. They were like, oh, we don't need him. Yeah. I mean, I, I think most would have taken him before he moved to Leeds as well. Did he? Was it Huddersfield, Huddersfield he came yeah. from? Mm. He was. He was a class act there as well. He really turned them around as well. So. But the, the way the game worked out was was crying for somebody with good hands, was somebody from speeding the rook up, things like that. Um, didn't quite happen for Leeds, for whatever reason. Um, and they ended up on, on the wrong side of the 14-8 defeat, didn't they? Yeah. Mm. Bizarre, bizarre sort of season at the moment. Anyway, shall we move on? Uh, let's move on to the Friday Sky game. And we saw St. Helens end a two-game losing streak. They beat Hull FC 20 points to 12. Dreadful. Mm. Yeah. This was nearly as bad as the Thursday night game. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it was pretty much nil-nil going into half-time. It was only the Ben Davis one, pretty much on the stroke at half-time. Explain that to me. (laughs) Because Hull FC, right, they couldn't make a tackle the week before, could they, against Salford? No. Right? They got hammered, but 60 points put past them, didn't they? So you'd expect a reaction to that that defensive performance. And they did. And they worked really hard defensively, didn't they, against Saints. Mm-hmm. And then a few minutes before our time, the Saints, I think, had had three sets on the bounce. I think it was three sets. And then they had a dropout to get a fourth set, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Right? And then inexplicably, can I say, can I say that? Yeah. Inexplicably, he goes short. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Clifford? Yes. Uh, I would have thought so. I yeah. can't quite remember. But. Why go short with like a minute to go on the clock when you've kept them out for three sets? Yeah. And and it just got caught by Davis, didn't it? And sort of bobbled and, and, if you, uh, and well, he just he ran just, in. He just grabbed it and ran in. Nobody's there. If you're going to go short, you've got to be sure that either A, you get it, or B, if you miss it, somebody's there to make a tackle. It, it looked like they didn't know he was going short. Yeah, mm. it did. It looked like they would just like it past the ball. Bizarre, but I just thought what an absolutely bizarre decision. Just hammer it as long as you can. There's less than a minute to go. You're starting you know, on the I forty say, or whatever. You, you, yeah, you probably see the, the the half out then. Nil nil, in you go, and you think that's better than last week. Yeah. Um, but when it came to it, and it was a bit tit for tat, and uh, Saints sixteen twelve up, mm. and then. Uh, Brad Dwyer with the line at his mercy with a kick through from Swift with about four minutes to go. I'm not quite sure how he's not took it, to be honest. Just I think he was expecting it to pop up and it, it never did. It, and it was like he tried to dive and catch it at the same time. Yeah. And then because he tried to dive and catch it, he ended up knocking it on. If he catches that and scores... That's the game. Hull win, don't they? I was just about to ask you the same thing. And yeah, I, I, I agree. I think if uh, if they go in front there... Done with the, the last try in the last minute is irrelevant, really. Mm. Yeah, um, I think it was Benison, but Benison got a hat trick, didn't he? No, he got, uh, got two, he got two. Um, but Hull came close to pulling off um, a real shock after the way that they performed over the last few weeks as well. Yeah, like you said, you expect a reaction, and to be honest, Saints have looked very lackluster to me mm. uh, since returning from down under. Don't seem to be quite firing. They've had a couple of injuries and a few suspensions, though, so it's not helped. But they've got another one this week, haven't they? 
<laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe because before oh, oh so so before we say that so that so Leeds we just mentioned Leeds and they've got another the, our old friend from the disciplinary James Bentley oh yes he did yeah. well done Bentley lad he's, he's he's back on he's there he's got his ban already he loves them buffets he does doesn't he yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah brilliant but then uh, Saints have lost Morgan Knowles yes or have they <laughs> well, we'll see, won't we? Din, 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 din. And it's one of them, isn't it? <laughs> it is. But they've looked. They've, they've not looked brilliant since coming back under to, uh, from back down under to me. They just look a, a bit pff, going through the motions type thing. But we said last week. Me and Bobby said last week. You can't use that excuse forever. No, you can't. No. I'm just saying that's how it seems to be. Mm. I don't. I think the fact that they haven't brought any players in really. Apart from Ritson, um, that doesn't help, I don't think, because I think players then get complacent and the hunger sort of dies. They've won four in a row. They won a Challenge Cup. World Club Challenge. The what World you, Club Challenge. What have you got to prove? Yeah. You know, well, exactly what have you got to prove? But there's no real sort of competition for places in the squad. So I agree. And if you take that on, like, let's say, compare that to football, mm. let's say someone like City, if they were to win, like, the Champions League, say, this year, yeah, they would still sign two or three players going into the season next year. They signed a striker; it wouldn't surprise me. No, and they've just got a lad who's probably going to top forty goals, fifty goals. He already has done. Well, yeah. fifty. Then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's, yeah, but it's he's on like twenty-eight goals in the Premier League yeah. or something, isn't he? Already, so I, I so, heard this week they scored forty-two altogether. Right. Alan. So, the, but if but they the, brought a striker in, it wouldn't. I'd be, no. It wouldn't surprise me. Absolutely, they'll still do that. I'd be saying, what have they done that for? But it wouldn't surprise me. Just mm. keeps people on the toes. Yeah, exactly. And and I get I get the difficulty with that for the rugby league, uh, and particularly someone like Saints, I would imagine, is that it's a salary cap sport. Yeah. So people like, I'm looking at, um, thinking of somebody that wouldn't have been on as much money last year as he is this. Benison? Yeah. Maybe Comrade Hurrell. Yeah. If they only signed him on that one year last yeah. year. So you've got to balance those books and, and younger players then uh, get improved deals. Mm. Um, you know, Bachelor would have got a vastly improved deal from when he first came from yeah. it York. Yes. Um, he would have had a vastly improved deal. Yeah. So I get that, but, you, but you're right about the competition for places. Do you... Um, I, I, it might be harsh to, to judge after only five, after only four games, but... Do you think we're starting to see a, a less off-the-cuff kind of Wellsby? You know, with Wellens now in charge, Wellens was never that that off-the-cuff player. He was always the great support player, the great defensive player. Do you know what I mean? Do you think he's passing those through on to Wellsby now, taking less off the ball, if that makes sense? No. no. Or do you think he's just having a bit of a quiet spell? I think it's just, yeah. you got to be... And I'm not, saying, I'm not saying for a minute this is happening to Jack Wellsby. But you've got to be, you've got to have a really, you keep your feet on the ground. Mm. You came back from the World Club Challenge with the whole rugby league world in this country and in Australia singing his praises. Yeah. Mm. And the, the word about where's he going to go in the NRL, that was the conversation after the, after the Penrith game. Yeah. Who's going to have him? Yeah. And you've got, to be, you've got to be able to keep your feet on the ground. And I'm not saying he's not for a minute. I'm not saying that. But you've got to keep doing the bread and butter stuff week in, week out. Yeah. 
yeah. to get to that. And he's just been a bit quiet at the minute. And sometimes if players aren't careful... I, I think the entire team's been yeah. like that, though. Yeah. I really mm. do think the entire team's been like that. Yeah. What, what about what about Hull, though? Perfect response, really. I know they've lost, but they've lost to, you know, the, the, the four-time champions and probably weren't going there expecting to win. Should have done. Yeah, probably. Mm. I think the fans will be happy with the effort that they put in that week because in comparison to the week before when they got 60 put on them by Salford, it's, you know. I know it's all ifs and buts, but Saints could have actually been looking at uh, not from four. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they've played a game less. Most have played five now, but Saints only played four. Yeah. They could have actually, they could have actually been looking at not from four. Yeah, no, they could quite easily. Anyway. Uh, well, moving on, we shall go to Warrington and Lee, and it was Warrington 38, Lee 20. Well, Warrington just continuing to impress, aren't they? They seem to, they, you know, it, it feels, I think it feels slightly different this year. They seem to have recruited really, really well. Score, I mean, scoring plenty. Scoring plenty, uh, playing a really attractive brand of footy. I know, we, we we sort of say it every year that it's their year, but this year sort of feels a bit more real to me. Um, mm. Just uh, They've always sort of signed really big names and really good players, but uh, I think they've they've got a really good coach. Yes, it's took him a bit more time, but he's brought the players in that he wants, brought the right kind of players in, um, and are looking by, by far the best team in the competition at the minute. I was just going to say that it looks good that they've... Stuck by Daryl Powell. I mean, I know it's easy. It's only his first season. Don't get me wrong. It's you know, but it's easy to to say it's, the way it's not worked out. Now, See yeah. you later. Do you know what I mean? But no, they've stuck by him. He's done well, and he's like you say, he's brought in the right transfers, and he's real. He's he's looking well. Uh, it's five from five, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Is um is Josh Drinkwater looking the perfect foil for George Williams? Well, this is sort of what I was getting at. With you know they've always signed big names and things like that. He's not necessarily a a big name, is he? As such, he's a really good player, and we've sang his praises at Catalan, and re- he played really well there. Uh, but he's not exactly a household name, is he? In rugby league, I don't think. Uh, but he's exactly the type of player that they've been missing, and the exactly the type of player they need um, to to just really complement George Williams. Second half hat trick for Matty Ashton. Yeah, um, you know, again, it's good to see somebody coming from from the lower leagues, uh, from uh, Swinton, was it? I think yes. so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and become one of the best wingers in the league. Yeah. And um, Stefan Ratchford enjoying a new lease of life, it seems, as well at centre. Yeah, that's really good to see because there was a lot of talk about him maybe leaving. He's been a really good servant to Warrington. You know, he's he. Don't know if he still is, but he was club captain. I think he is. Yeah, so he's just that kind of player, and he just put his hand up, just wants to play. He'll play anywhere, and he'll do a job for you. Yeah, I think the only place he couldn't play is prop, but <laughs> he'd he'd still give it a go, wouldn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, moving on to Huddersfield and Wigan. It was Huddersfield twelve, Wigan fourteen. I mean, I obviously only saw Super League show highlights. Um, and when I saw the score, I thought, well, I bet that was a good game. And then I watched it, 
And whether just the highlights have just done it an injustice, I don't know, but it didn't look very good. No, it didn't to me either. I watched the highlights and, well, I mean, Huddersfield's philosophy as of late just seems to be, let's kick you to death. I mean... Doing a good one try during the game. Well, I was just going to say that's one of my points. You know, Wigan's discipline really nearly cost them the game because half of Huddersfield points come from penalty kicks. Mm. So that's something that they'll no doubt be talking about and, and hoping to improve on. You know, mm. three penalty kicks there and it, it, it could have cost them. It's been hard to judge Huddersfield so far, I think. Yeah, no, they've also played a game less as well, haven't they? Because obviously they were due to play St. Ellen's in the first game of the season and um, with them being in Australia. It's... Which is odd because they play them this week. So that means they would have played them twice in the first No, I... Um, oh, yeah, possibly. No, I don't, I, I don't think so, though. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. I didn't think of that, actually. That's a good point. It yeah. could have been. But um, we said last week that they were they were looking better each game as they've gone by. I don't. I'm not sure about this one. Probably even Stephen really and Wigan edged it. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to get a full picture from the highlights. I just. Uh, I, did, I thought uh, when I saw the score, I thought, "Oh, that might have been a really good game and really uh, well, fun to watch." But it didn't really come across that way. And as much as we've said about Huddersfield, are Wigan hard to judge at the minute as well? Very. We spoke about it in the past, haven't we? The the, the back line, the three quarter line, and the halves seem, you know, really good, really fast. Plenty, plenty of skill, uh, and the pack seems a bit uh, lightweight. Mm. Yeah, they they haven't looked the they haven't looked the same since uh, Lee Breers left for Brisbane. No, and look at them now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's how good a coach is he? Top fair, of the NRL. Yes, fair, yeah, fair point. Oh yeah, fair, fair point. Yeah, yeah fair absolutely. play. Yeah, yeah. But he must. I mean, I think we've. I think we mentioned it in the past. How how key probably was to. How well they were playing. Mm. That's a fair point. It makes you wonder where his first head coach's job will end up. Mm. I wonder if he's a sort of Steve McLaren type thing, really good coach, but as rub- assistant. rubbish manager. As, a, as assistant, sort of one of the lads type of thing, yeah. as an assistant. Yeah. yeah. But I would imagine he'll be itching to, to have a main job, won't he? Maybe. Not yeah. everybody does. No, true. I don't know. True. I don't know if he's ever spoke about that, but no. um, I think it, it goes to show how, how good of a attacking coach he really is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's move over to the south of France, where Catalans beat Hull KR twenty six points to twelve. Can't hold Tom Johnston down, can you? At the minute, no, he's yeah. flying in he, and um, I think um, me and especially you, Andy, because you were quite critical of him. Be- <laughs> Before the start, oh, we'll get of this it every week now. Yeah, uh, well, no, no, I'd like to say I'm listening to listen to my own voice. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> like Chris Tarrant. Um, <laughs> 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 um, Chris, uh, um, just, I mean, I didn't expect him to. If you'd have told me they would have been five from five at the start of the season, I think I'd have laughed at you. Yeah, because I just didn't expect them to do anything. And they've done it without Sam Tompkins for most of the games. They've done it without Mitchell Pearce for any of the games. Mm. Yeah, I'm surprised. Very, very, very surprised. But they just keep on on rolling as well. Definitely. Yeah, because I did think that this, that this 
time round, it's like as you go on now, people go, oh, it's hard going to the south of France. And it used to be a big advantage. I don't think it is now the advantage that it once was because teams charter a plane, they go on the day, whereas before they'd be going two or three days before and things like that. And I don't yeah. think it's the, the, the big advantage that it was that it once was. No, I think teams get used to it a little bit as well. Don't yeah, of course. They? They an, hour, an hour or so on the plane, on a yeah, private plane. It's it, not much. No, it, it's probably... It's worse getting to Hull. I was just going to say, they probably... It's, it's probably less than someone like, I don't know, Lee going to, to uh, Hull KR oh. than it is like, you know, than somebody going to the south of France. Yeah. So. yeah. And probably not nicer when you get there. <laughs> well, Willie Mason That's, thinks so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't he call Hull the, world, the, the worst city in the world or something? Yeah, something like that. Ooh. Oh, Willie. <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, no, they keep going. Okay, uh, he did actually say on that he thought it was in Leeds because Leeds is Leeds is banging. He said, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah, he loves Leeds, but doesn't like. Hull. And he thought Hull was in Leeds. That's yeah. why he went. Yeah, yeah. It probably looked like it's not that hard to look up, really. Though, oh, is, is it? it? No, not nowadays. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, they just keep rolling on Catalan, don't they? And Hull uh, KR, bit hit and miss at the minute. I think they've struggled with a couple of injuries, haven't they? But. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I think they're looking very mid-table. Yeah, very that one game, win game, lose game sort of. Yeah, win one, lose one type yeah. of thing. Yeah, they're Definitely. in that. Yeah. They're in that. They're in that yeah, streak, aren't they? That's a good point. And then to finish off the round, um, we had a golden point thriller with Salford fourteen, Wakefield thirteen, turgid. <laughs> Not my words, the words of Radio Manchester when I was when I was listening to the commentary. Even Radio Manchester, who were who were obviously biased towards Salford on this game, described it as turgid. And it sounds this is another one where it sounds like an absolute classic, doesn't it? Yeah, good, good. Thirteen, twelve, line up, levels it up one, and then Golden Point. Uh, which Wakefield weren't happy about, were they? No. Nobody's ever happy about a drop goal going over because there's always pushing and shoving, there's always infringements, there's always uh, blocking, isn't there? All I'll say is look at that Wakefield marker. The one that's not square. Not square? It's five yards away. He's <laughs> like, yeah. If he'd have missed it, I'd have given a penalty. Yeah, well, fair enough. Fair enough. But it is a. You know, we get these flavour of the month rules. Mm. Mm. That's something that needs to be sorted out, to be quite honest. Yeah. And it's not even so much a drop goal during the game because they normally catch teams a little bit by surprise. Yeah. It's when it gets to the point where they're going to go for a one-pointer. Yeah. You know it's coming. There's 72 minutes on the clock, 78 minutes on the clock, golden point, whatever, going to go for a drop goal. You know that there's going to be blocking, there's going to be, because they're trying to set somebody up in the hole, aren't they, to, to knock it in. That actually does need to be cleaned up. Yeah, no, it does. Yeah, you're right. Do you think maybe Salford were too casual in this game? Do you think they maybe fell into that trap of, oh, they've lost three on the bounce, they've not scored, <laughs> we're going to win, it's easy? No, I just don't think they're actually, I think they're in and out of games, I think, Salford. They, they're either... They're the, the winning. Like that. Mm. I think. I think they're a, they're a little bit whole KR like at yeah, the minute. Yeah, there's there's there is a the, hell of a lot of teams like that. The only difference is with Salford is a lot of the time when they're winning, they're winning handsomely and looking looking spectacular. Yeah, yeah. 
and that's why they they're not looking like as, as like a whole KR. Mm. Um, but just going back to the other point, I do think it needs to be cleaned up because I think there's points on the line, there's money on the line, there's jobs on the line, mm. and I really do think that is an area that we really do need to clean up one way or another. I mean, it comes up every time there's a golden a golden point um, yeah. win, but I hate golden point. You've got Wakefield there. Right. Should they not get a point for that? Well, exactly. You've got Wakefield there who are, who are absolutely desperate for every single point that they can take. They've gone 80 minutes and a 13 all after 80 minutes. How can they walk away from that game with nothing? Shouldn't they just be one point each and then whoever gets the golden point gets an extra point? They get the two points, but whoever loses gets golden half, point still yeah. gets the one. Yeah. Because they've played for 80 minutes and, and, and been left. They can't be separated. So, so, they've got why, why so they've earned a point. Exactly. And they need every single point they can so, get this season. So they haven't earned two, but they also haven't earned none. Yeah. They've earned a point, and then you've got a bonus point, in effect, for the for the, the golden point. And I don't I not, see what the arm is in that, to be I, I don't, I don't. And I, I... Would you be happier with a system where you play an extra 10 minutes no matter what it doesn't, it doesn't matter who scores first no matter whatever points you just no. play 10 no, more only in a cup tie okay because yeah. that's extra that's not golden point that's extra time yeah as it should be so you can't have extra time in a league game just because it's draw so you either it's go just, with your golden a draw point or it's golden, golden point, point but you get two and one points yeah I do like extra time in cup games I think that's fairer Oh yeah, extra so time in, in the games. World Cup, yeah. for example, it was it was golden point, wasn't it? Which is ridiculous. A World Cup semi final decided by golden point. Absolutely, I think that's scandalous. Yeah, I think that's absolutely scandalous. And we lost. That's even why it's even more scandalous. <laughs> no, but it is though. No, so is cup, cup ties, extra time. Yeah, ten minutes extra time. Mm-hmm. Right, golden point. I make a decision. You either do it or you don't, or it's a draw. Yeah. Yeah. You can't walk away from being tied at 18 minutes would, with no points. Would you scrub it? Uh, yeah, I'd scrub it, yeah. Doesn't really add anything, I don't think. We've copied it from the NRL, haven't we? It's very sort of American, isn't it? Can't have a draw. Can't they're, have a they're draw. They're both losers. Ah, yeah. Overtime, excitement. <laughs> no, I'm not bothered. 18 minutes, you can't be split, you share the points. Yeah, I agree. Personally, that. that's my... Well, it, ain't gonna just, ch- it just strikes me as very American, and I can't be doing with that. Well, it ain't going to change under IMG, then, is it? I don't know, is it not? Well, if you're saying it's very American, that's that's their that'll be their whole philosophy, won't it? I, I, yeah, make I don't, it bigger I don't, and more exciting. I think, it, I think it's here to stay. Yeah, yeah. Well, and he's changing. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's here to stay. He's changing. <laughs> It's Bobby's Stats of the Week. Stats of the Week time. Hello. <laughs> Still makes me laugh. Um, yeah, you'll have missed while you were away, Callum, last couple of weeks. People have actually been writing in um, on Twitter and things saying that how this is their favourite segment of the show and how it needs the, the part needs to be built up a little bit. I think we give him enough credit, don't we? I think so. Nope. It's only a guest, isn't he? He didn't yeah. start this pod, did he? Let's I'm be honest. A guest. We. He you didn't start the pod. Did he? he has wormed his way. Clinging on to the coattails of our success through your stats. Yeah. Nope. Should be disagree. ashamed. Disagree. That you don't even prepare for. 
Have you prepared this week? Right. Yes. Uh, when did you write your stats then? Yesterday. No, seriously, when did you write your stats? <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> wrote them 10 minutes before we did started. It? Did yeah. it? Ridiculous. All I'm going to say to that is prove it. Right. Well, how many have we got this week? Six. All right, well, let's go then, shall we? <laughs> okay. Uh, stat number one, and we're going to start where we've just left off, and that is that Wakefield have now lost the last three golden points they've played in. Did they beat that record, by the way, for the longest? No, no. they, they, they scored that. after the, the 11 points. minutes. I think it, so I think they, they bowed out at 2.59. Oh, I'm glad. So the shark, he still hold the record at 270 for World Rugby. Yeah. Take that, Cronulla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're crap, yeah. Crap, Nulla. Yeah, crap, Nulla, yeah. But yeah, so there Nil- you go, wait crap for the Crap, <laughs> uh, Wait for the, last, the last three golden points. Okay. Uh, stat number two is Hull FC haven't beaten St. Helens since 2017. Uh, the last time they they beat Saints, uh, they won eight points to six. Right, okay. I always had this vision that Saints don't do very well at, away at Hull for some reason. Mm. Maybe it's turned around. Obviously, that's over the last five years, six years. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I just mean maybe they, they did. Yeah. Sometimes you just feel like that and it's... Yeah. 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 Uh, stat number three, uh, Zach Hardacre has failed to kick his first attempt at goal in six matches now. Right. So, if you're a betting man, don't put him on to kick his first one, because he ain't going to do it. What's your... Oh, right. So, so he's, he's missed... He's, a fir- he's, first he's missed at his goal. first attempt at goal in the last six in matches. In the last yes. six matches. Read it properly, though. Ooh, he card reads good. That's what I read. <laughs> Didn't, did he? He said he'd lo- he said he'd missed his first attempt in the last six matches. That's exactly what. It's hard maker, right? idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's hardacre. Disregard. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just listen next time. So you what? When you listen to this pod back, you'll clearly hear me now, won't you? I'm like Cal. I'm gonna just wind it forward to my voice. Stat <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four. Um. Warrington last went unbeaten in the first five games of a season all the way back in 2016. They didn't lose a game until round eight. That's the grand final that year, didn't they? they? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, beat off Wigan. Was that 2016? And interestingly enough, if it carries on, round eight, they play Catalans this season. Mm. So it could be the end of somebody's... Unbeaten run. Unbeaten run if it carries on that far. Yeah. Um, Stat number five, uh, the uh, Dragons, the St. George Dragons lost to the Broncos means it is Ben Hunt's first loss against his former club since leaving in 2017. Okay. And the... The final stat, number six, is since joining the New Zealand Warriors in 2017, Tohu Harris has only made more than one error in a game four times. Excellent. That's good going. Since when? Since 2017. 
Have we gone back in time with these? Because every all these stats seem to be since 2017. <laughs> every start this week is well since 2017. It's just, not been that. Has it? That's it just seems true. Warrington was 2016. Oh yeah, that's right. It just yeah. seemed to fall so, away from it since COVID. Pre-COVID, it's not like we've not done it. That's like it's what it seems to be like, isn't it? Well, it's just how the stats line up, isn't it? Okay, I mean, what the page you went on stats since 2017. <laughs> if that was true, then. Rugby League yeah. in 2017. Yeah, that's what he's been on that yeah. page, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Bobby. That was excellent. So you say. <laughs> it's Bobby's Stats of the Week. Yes, thank you, Bobbles. Um, we'll just re- run through some a uh, couple of bits of news, have a little... Quick discussion on them, but I believe you've got them, and uh, yes. I have. Uh, we'll start with some tragic news this week, as, as most people would know that the uh, body of um, ex-Super League player Bryn Hargreaves has been found in America mm. this week. He's been missing for 14 months. Yeah, very sad. And uh, his body's been found, probably leaves more questions than answers. Yeah. Um, but um, obviously thoughts and sympathies with uh, with with. Uh, Bryn's family, yeah, friends. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, tragic news. Um, uh, more bad news, uh, as you pointed out at the beginning of the pod in the end. So Gareth Hock has been charged with uh, rape and coercive behaviour. Mm. Um, we're not, we can't really say any more than that at this point because uh, it's an ongoing legal process. Yep. Um, and on to better news which is much, much better news. Uh, I was really pleased to see this week that um, Oldham Rugby League, the Rough Yeds, playing back at Boundary Park next year. Yes, that was uh, that was good. Do you know what's heartwarming, that? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I used to I used to uh, work in Oldham at that, at that time uh, when watersheddings went yeah. and they went to Boundary Park and they got absolutely and utterly shafted by the football club at that time. Perhaps now the football clubs in the National League, in the non-league, and perhaps not in the Premier League or whatever. Perhaps it's had an effect on things. Because they were supposed to be building a new stadium. The council was supposed to build a new stadium for both football and rugby. Uh, it didn't come off because, well, um, the place they wanted in, in Failsworth, didn't want them. Uh, uh, because it's not really in Oldham, is it? It's in Manchester, isn't it? And they didn't yeah. want them, did they? No. Um, so that, and then they ended up like some, some sort of like wandering nomads, didn't they? To yeah. places like oh, Stalybridge Celtic and Ashton United, and then they ended up like now at the Vesta Care Stadium in in Limeside. Limeside. Is, is that the one where we went? Yeah, where and, they kept yeah, and they kept announcing over the thing about three different times about the match that someone had to return to the car because yeah. something had happened. If you're listening and you've never been to Limeside, it's like the best it, way I can describe it's it twinned is, with Beirut. I don't know. <laughs> Is they do everything up, council do everything up, all the councillors yeah. do everything yeah. up, and then a week later the grass is ten foot tall and the shopping trolley's in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, within a week, yeah. literally within a week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's exactly that's it. It is. What it's like it's it is it is. Oh dear, hell on earth, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's where the ground is now. Yeah. Right. Um, Didn't they set fire good. to it as well? Yeah. 
Um, All the yeah. seats and everything. Anyway, good evening to our Limeside listeners. Um, don't hurt us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but absolutely, I think that's absolutely heartwarming that. Yeah. And I think that could be great for the for the club and the town as a whole. Yeah. Um, to get a really strong Olden Rugby League, uh, Rugby League football club back on the map. Yeah, we've yeah. said it before. It's a oh, heartland, isn't it? Brilliant. You know, we look at all the amateur clubs and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, a big round of applause for Derek Beaumont this week. Uh, not no, not because he got to power on last week. I don't mean that. <laughs> he he sent um a rather misjudged tweet, didn't he, last week? Yes, he inviting did. Steve Prescott to a game, um, and apologised, and uh, then it's had that tweet had two hundred and sixty three interactions, uh, which he multiplied by ten to donate two thousand three hundred and sixty pound to the Steve Prescott Foundation. Yeah, no, I, amazing. Everybody went mad about that. I didn't really see the big. He was just hammered, wasn't he? I don't. I, 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 I took, he was, personally, I took it as uh, he knew the person who was running the Twitter account. Yeah, and the the charity come yeah, to a game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's yeah, what come I on. Yeah, took absolutely. It as, yeah. Um, funny news this week. Um, the greatest aerial finish oh, in dear. rugby history was seen this weekend at uh, I think it was Murrayfield. It was the Scotland Rugby Union one. And that was the greatest aerial finish. It's the sort of finish that you see every single week in rugby league. Yeah. But well, well done, rugby union. Well done. But better. But better. Yeah. You, see, you see that? It? You see... Yeah, it was just looked happy. His feet were in the west stand. <laughs> although, oh. although to be fair, also in, in that week of rugby union, I think I actually saw a softer red card. Oh, that shoulder charge. Than yeah. any Super League game I could ever... That... W- he had his head like... What, what, what was funny about that? It came from a knock-on and a forward pass and he yeah. picked it up and got hammered on the shoulder and then they sent him off. Brilliant. A mm. uh, couple of other... Just a couple of other little bits very, very quickly. Uh, IMG have uh, made a statement this week around TV deals that uh, the conscious that they haven't had uh, they haven't had the, the TV deal stuff uh, but he said the challenge in the market this is their vice president of sports management challenge in the market is the uh, EFL rights the football league rights are in the market at the moment and most of the main players in the broadcast market in the UK are all looking at that um, we've had indications it's going to be finished and then once it's done, then we'll look at rugby league. So we're just waiting for football, really, to discuss like new, uh, new there. Uh, and he was just saying, "I'm not going to put a figure on it, but we need to see an uplift in what they're getting." And that, I'd be interested to see what that uplift is. Mm. And but, I and I, I don't and don't I'm not having this. Oh, it's you know even a pound is an ink. No, it's what's you. This is what you're here for now. IMG. Let, this is their. First, I think this is their first big test. Yeah. And let's see how they let's see how they they, they come at it. Yeah, yeah, because so, everything else has been sort of or what should have been bread and butter for yeah. the rugby football league. Yeah, this is where this is actually can you can play a part now. Yeah, yeah. I don't see why personally. I don't really see why over however many different broadcasters can't get every game on television. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Where would you like to see us end up? Do you think we should stay with Sky Sports? Do you think we should go? 
more free view? Do you, where where do you think the, we should? The more free view you get, the better. Yeah. Yeah. The more the more free to air television you get, the better. No matter what people no, no matter what people say about oh, I've got Sky subscription, I've got BT, I've got Amazon Prime, I've got Netflix, I've got all this. The, it's, it's just it's just a fact. The more the more you get, the more free to air channels you get showing the game, the, the better. Challenge Cup gets a boost because it's on BBC. Channel 4 have been absolutely fantastic with the free-to-air games. Yeah. Um, the viewing figures and the profile of the game is much better when it when it's not hidden away on a satellite TV. So on free-to-air, you say go, more with, you can, go more... No, more go with Channel 4, though? Whoever. They, they've been excellent, so... Who, yeah, they, whoever. whoever the more that. live games and things you can get on, on, on terrestrial television, the better. I don't think you're ever going to get more than one a week, though, are you? No, and I think if you add, this is where things like, I mean, I watch a lot of tennis and that's where Amazon Prime have been fantastic because mm. they show every single game and you can get a replay of every game and everything like well, that. If you have an online streaming thing, you can dedicate however many things yeah. to what, however many what? sports you want. Yeah, one of the other things I would say as well <clears> is that it needs to be, whatever you do, it needs to be easy to find because people's attention span is shot. And if you're flicking through channels, if you're on number, you've got channel four. It's there. Mm. The, if I want to watch that tennis match, I've got to put Amazon Prime on. Then I've got to wait for that to load up. Then I've got to put Sport on. Then I've got to watch tennis, and I've got to put it on. So it can be like about three minutes before you actually find the channel that you want. Mm. And I think it needs to. I think we need, it needs to be. It is a factor. I think it needs to be um, there in your face very, very quickly. Is that just because you're not that good with technology, though? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to see you do it quicker. And the last bit of news is news about upcoming guests on the pod, isn't it? Uh, Yes. Are we allowed to say? Yeah. I I, I assume so. I assume you won't mind. Well, we've got some some good guests coming up uh, over the next few weeks. Uh, uh, We're hoping uh, to get on uh, uh, Wayne Godwin, Wagatorus, who's who's got an event coming up and he's going to come on and and promote that. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's that's through uh, uh, through Bri, who spoke to him. And uh, we've got uh, Toronto City Saints uh, coming on looking at the game in Canada. Uh, we've got a, a development game against the game in Scotland, uh, which we're going to get it on. We've also got California Rugby League uh, coming on. And then the big one is, uh, last but certainly not least, uh, we're going to get an appearance from the, the big man himself. Earl Crabtree. Yeah. What you meant, Bobby? All right, yeah. <laughs> No, so uh, Big Earl is going to come on and talk about his career, and we're going to put a, a Twitter thing out there to, for people to ask questions for him, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that, aren't we? That's all, all, all coming up over the next um, over the next few weeks and couple of months for all those. So yeah. uh, exciting times, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> Call that a knife? This is a knife. That's not a knife, that's a spoon. Yes, time for the NRL rundown. And as always, if you want to jump in, please do so. Um, So, Manly, 34, Parramatta, 30. Uh, Newcastle Knights, 20. The Dolphins go three from three, 36 20 over the Knights. Amazing. Fins up. <laughs> uh, the, the Roosters, um, 
managed to squeeze past South Sydney, 20 points to 18. Uh, good game, really good game to watch. I missed that. that. Did you watch? Did you watch that game? Which one was that? Sorry. The Roosters and the Bunnies. Uh, yes, I did. Yeah, I, I saw most of it anyway. Close one. Yeah, Joey Marnie got punched terrible. again. What was terrible? Sorry, the Bunnies. I didn't think they were very good at all. Oh, okay, Joey Marnie got punched again. Right. By Alex Johnston this time. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think he had like a eye gouge type thing. He sort of went like that down his eye. I don't know if he meant to or not, but. Mm. I don't know what happened with it either. Have you seen anything about it since? I haven't, no. I don't think mm, anything's come of it. Up, yeah. so. uh, Andy, your 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 other team. Other uh, team? This is my team. Sorry. Your team, uh, well, stormed past Melbourne in, Ooh, a good. Vic- in a victory of 38 points to 34. Tremendous. Absolutely battered. He's read that somewhere else. He hasn't, he hasn't, I, I, he hasn't made that up. I just he? came that. I just came he up hasn't the made that up. On the spot. <laughs> battered. No. Stormed. <laughs> uh, the North Queensland Cowboys were beaten 26 points to 12 off the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, the Broncos they've set off well haven't they the Warriors this yes, year they've yes they've done very well yeah they have yeah great start to the season for them uh, the Broncos now sit top of the league after a 40 points to 18 win over the Dragons now what was interesting about this game is it was 18 all after 70 minutes what yeah the the, the Broncos ran in <laughs> the Broncos ran in uh what, 22 Four. points in 10 minutes? Four tries? Yeah. In 10 minutes? Yeah, the Dragons just completely collapsed. Did they go home? <laughs> <laughs> Some of them did. <laughs> yeah, just just completely and utterly collapsed. Ah, yeah. <laughs> oh, they'll do. And we play 80. <laughs> what? Was it a women's game where they play 35 each way? Was it like that? Uh, <laughs> well, we tried. One of them under-16s games or something. <laughs> You're cut. <laughs> They're all Deary getting caught next That's not good, is it? No, it's really not. <laughs> um, the Bulldogs beat the Tigers 26 points to 22. Tigers are terrible, aren't they? Well done, Gus. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, to wrap up the round, the Raiders beat the Sharks 24-20. And as for this week, there is... Pretty much only the one game to look out for, and it kicks off the week, and that is a repeat of last year's grand final, the Eels take on the Panthers. Which doesn't seem to have the same appeal this year, does it, really? Well, if the Eels lose, they'll be walking on from four. Mm. Somebody doesn't seem to have the same um, intensity appeal. as last year. <laughs> yeah, appeal, yeah, appeal, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's the NRL roundup. All right, brilliant. Well, we'll move swiftly into our final segment then. Move forward podcast prediction league with six again. Yes, prediction league time, and as always, we are joined by Bry. Bry, how are you this week? I'm not too bad, boys. How are we? Yeah, Newt, Newt, right? Newt, Newt. Newt, Newt. So, Bry, what's been happening? Well, we had a fun week last week. Um, we had six spot-ons. 
um, over the course of the week. We have five who've got over 20. Uh, the six spot-ons were Hulkay um, the Insiders, Beck, um, Andy, yourself, Callum, yourself, myself, yeah. and Phil for Salford. So, so not Bobby. Um, <laughs> Sounds like everyone but not me. Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> but, to be quite fair, Bobby got the third highest score of the week. So he was a bit consistent. <sighs> so, yeah. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, um, not, not much has changed. Uh, Callum, myself and Bobby have rose in the table by a place or two. Andy, despite your spot on, didn't move at all. Um, oh, dear. But yeah. oh dear! Um, <laughs> oh dear! So, so, sounds like work. Didn't move at all, yeah. yeah. Not, not only did you not move at all, but you're now uh, castle for the court. You're up there on the same points as well. So yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. Castle had ten points clear at the moment. Is there a championship prediction league? As in, like you know, if you get, if you get relegated, am I out? Is that it? If I finish, if I finish bottom, am I out? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> but it all depends. Do we have to put in an 18th team next season if, as well? Like everyone else is thinking of putting an 18th team in. Yeah, it's looking like these it. NRL people copying us. Exactly. Who finished bottom last year? Did they get kicked out or not? Uh, that was can't no, you can't. four, five. What was there? how many was there? We had seven. Seven. Last year. Yeah, I think it was Lancashire. Was it Lancashire that finished bottom last year? Lancashire finished bottom last year. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's because like people like Rob kept getting like no points and things like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Bry, come on, let's let's go with this week then, shall we? Yeah, well this week we've got um Alison for Castleford, Dean for Catalan, uh Carbell for Huddersfield, Karen for Hull FC, Tony for Hull KR, Jordan's back for Leeds, uh Forbidden Rugby League for Lee, Louise is back for Salford. Uh, ben for Wakefield, Noxie for Warrington, Gary for Wigan, and we welcome back St. Biffy for St. Helens as well. Ah, oh, very good. And then for the insiders, we have the Warrington assistant coach for the PDRL team, Ian Stapleton. And Ian, I believe, is a regular listener. Yes, he is. Excellent. So, excellent. He enjoy, enjoys the pod. Excellent. So, uh, well, welcome, Ian. Yes, welcome. Right, where should we go, Bri? First match? Uh, first game, Thursday. Huddersfield, St. Helens. Eight o'clock on Sky. Uh, I think we pretty much kind of covered this in our preview, didn't we? I mean, in, sorry, in the review in Huddersfield, we can't really judge them week by week yet. They seem to be getting stronger, but Saints haven't looked the same since since returning from Australia. I can just see it being a really tight, close game, similar to the Huddersfield and Wigan one last week, and I'm going to go Saints by six. Yeah, um, similar to what you just said, so I'll go Saints eight. Um, Yeah, I'm very tempted with Huddersfield, but it feels a bit Warrington-y, like last year, and you go, they'll they'll, they'll come good, they'll come come Mm. good, but I'm going to say Saints ten. Okay. And I'm going to say as you again, Carl. Since uh, 10. Um, I think Brian needs to start sending his scores in before the pod. <laughs> Andy, 
Andy, I am currently one point behind Callum. I think you might need to start copying us. You're 20 behind us. Oh, so, oh, yeah. Take that. <laughs> just one sec. Just one sec, Brian, while Bobby takes this knife out of my back. Just one sec. <laughs> All right. Where, where are we off to next? Yeah, where we're not. Because I, I, the funny thing about this one is Huddersfield this week have gone for St. Helens and St. Helens have gone for Huddersfield. Wow. Uh-huh. Right. In our turn, yeah. Uh, next, Castleford v. Warrington, Friday, 8 o'clock. Uh, Castleford v. Warrington was that, sorry, yeah. Uh, yes, um, I, I, although Cass looked better last week, Warrington are just by far the best team from these first, well, their first five games. Uh, I'm going to say Warrington by 20. Okay, and I'll go Warrington by 14. I've got Warrington by 16 then. And I've got Warrington by 18. Okay. Um, Castleford have gone for themselves and they're the only one who have gone for Castleford. And Warrington, um, Noxie, has gone Warrington by two. Oh, right. Next up, and it's at Wakefield. Wakefield for your career, Friday, 8 o'clock. Has that been confirmed now? Yes. So, yeah, it was confirmed earlier on today. Okay, so it's not good enough to play on the television, but it's good enough to play. Yeah. At the ground. Pretty That's much. How odd. Again, rugby league strikes again, doesn't it? You can play your game. It's on telly. Now it's not on telly because we've got concerns about the ground that you can still play at. Yeah. I think the reason they weren't going to put it on the telly, <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but they're going to put it to Fedston if they'd have failed. Yeah. And Fedderson's floodlights are uh, um, synonymous, shall we say. Yeah. It's all very odd, isn't it, the, all this situation with the pitch. But anyway, uh, Wakefield and Hull KR. Wakefield, uh, much better, but I think it was just, as we said, it was a dismal game at Salford. Um, Hull KR were in that win one, lose one, and they lost last week, so I think they're going to win this week. So I'm going to go Hull on that basis, Hull KR by 14. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> pretty much what you said there. I, I, I think Hull KR will definitely bounce back this week, and I'm going to go Hull KR by 12. Uh, Hull KR, 16. Unfortunately for me, I've agreed with Andy, and I've gone Hull KR by 14. Um, only two have gone for Wakefield this week. One is Warrington, and one is the Insiders. Okay. Next up. The game that's now on Sky. Wigan v Salford Friday at 8 o'clock. See, this is quite a, a, a tough game to <clears throat> to to predict, really. Um, Salford, not in the best last week, but we know how much they can step it up against these bigger teams and they really do try and take it to them. Uh, we've said that already that, that Wigan don't look that same without that that Libre's coach behind them. I think I think the home advantage will just play a little bit and I'm going to go Wigan by four. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm also going to say Wigan uh, by ten. And uh, I'll go Wigan 14. And I've gone Wigan by 14. Um, we've only got 
we've only got three who've gone to Salford and one is Louise who's gone to Salford by six. Okay. It would have been the biggest surprise in the world. No, it wouldn't. I was tempted. Mm. I was tempted. I'd, I'd have been more tempted if Salford had been at home. Yeah. yeah. But I think home advantage might, uh, might, might sway it. Yeah. Okay. Next up, Saturday, one o'clock on Channel 4, Leeds v Catalan. Um, this is also a bit of a tough one, I think. Leeds are very hit and miss if they turn up. You know, we spoke about the Lehman situation. Did that affect them? We got over that. But uh, Catalan, even though we've sort of said they won't win, I'm going to say Catalan uh, by eight. Yeah, similar. It's, it, this is, I think this is the most difficult game of the week to predict, to be quite honest. Yeah. Even though Catalans have won first five games. Yeah. I, don't know why, I don't know why I'm saying that in that I get the feeling case, they're not yeah. going to keep winning. Yeah, I think they're going to keep winning this week, though, so I'm going to go Catalans 14. I will go Catalans 10. And I've gone Catalans by six. Um, we've only got one for Leeds, and that is Jordan. He's gone Leeds by eight. And Louise has got real faith in Catalan and has gone Catalan by 32. Okay. And then lastly, also on Saturday at 3 o'clock, Hull FC v Lee. Uh, Again, another difficult one to predict. Um, Because you keep expecting teams like Hull to get it together, don't you? Mm, I've done for years. We we had this last year with Warrington though, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, And Leeds at the start of the season where... You kept expecting them just to turn the corner and, and get a few results put in together. And I think you you keep expecting that with Hull. But like, like you said, Callum, yeah, the, 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 we have done for a long, long time, haven't we, really? Yeah. So in that basis, the way that Lee have been playing, I'm, I'm going to plump for Lee, and I'm going to go Lee 14. I agree with you. I I don't know when this, this whole win will come. Wouldn't surprise me if it was this week, but... I'm going to edge Lee. I'm going to go Lee by six. Um, I'm I'm going to go the other way. I think the effort from Hull uh, was a perfect response and, and something to really build on. Um, with them being at home as well, I think they'll they'll carry on. So I'm going to say Hull. I'm going to say Hull by eight. Uh, I've also gone Hull, and I've gone Hull. By 10. And this is the week where it's split right down the middle, pretty much. Nine have gone for Lee and eight have gone for Hull. Mm, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. We do have a Hull FC by two. Is it our Hull and FC? And that fan? is by, no, it's by the Lee fan. Oh. Okay. Fan psyche is it's like, it's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely brilliant. We're all the same. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. So, I love it. Right, thank you so much. Not a problem. Pleasure as always, boys. Uh, I th- and I think I think that is there anything else? Any other business? No, I think that just about uh, wraps us up. So, uh, if you are going to any games this week, then stay safe and enjoy. Uh, but until next week, from all of us here at the Loose Forward Podcast, that is goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.